Oh, ladies and gentlemen, listeners around the world. What kind of opening is that? Hey, this is the White Cat Podcast. White Cat of Truth Podcast. And this is going to be my... There is an episode one and two. And I'm going to kind of call this one the first proper podcast. Uh, because it's the the first one and two I did were audio from what was originally an audio visual, a YouTube video. And um, so episode three, I'll tell you what, is kind of be kind of like number one. I mean, it's like my first long form podcast, right? This audio. Um, do you know why I, I did the first two? I was trying to do it on YouTube with visuals. So the great thing is with visuals is that you can use graphics and you can find appropriate pictures and interesting pictures to demonstrate you know you get more you know you know it's a rich communication device but I'll tell you why I don't want to do that uh, and why I'm just gonna switch over to straight up pure you know pure rambling podcast form because first of all that's what I'm best at um, and that's what I love and the other thing is I'm not that great with video editing um, I can do it but I'm slow and uh, and then there's some sort of psychological issue in this because I think what happens is when you can get visuals uh, then what I find is I'm trying to match what I'm saying to the visual right like uh, or, and then I'll find some graphic and then I'll say oh, man this is perfect so like now I'm trying to find ways to talk about that graphic um, and then I find myself being compelled to sort of like uh, I don't know it throws me off there's some sort of psychological uh, issue there I mean I think there are some people I see on YouTube you know what it is they kind of give you a graphics presentation and uh, then they do an audio sort of um, rant or ramble and they're so good at it man like they're so good at it uh, but I'm not I'm not good for that because I just as you can see I'm just talking and talking I gotta warn you guys right now by the way I had no sleep last night uh, I was up early in the morning uh, boy I was battling buses and transportation when I got a message that my appointment was cancelled got back home uh, been busy busy and then I had to do a uh, photo shoot in the afternoon and uh, wow um, that's ridiculous and I, I gotta tell you something I am not good with modeling and I'm not good with acting and so that's maybe another reason I'm great with podcasts you know I don't have to uh, like do poses for you people or uh, try to make sure my they were doing my makeup today which I thought was hilarious can't believe women do that all the time um, what uh, I have to do makeup because apparently my skin is not great for photography if anybody ever tells you you're not photogenic it could be because as it was explained to me maybe my skin is too pale and, and maybe a little too oily and so that's why uh, something's always wrong in the pictures like I noticed that that my face it almost looks like I'm moving you know but in addition to that, I just have this stupid factor thing where, you know, like they just say, just act natural and smile. And then I just have to, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know how to 
naturally act like I'm being natural, so I make a ridiculous faces, and I'm obviously trying too hard to smile. Ugh. So I'm uh, anyway. I'm telling you all this because whenever I'm tired, I kind of ramble on a little too long, and I gotta smarten up, right? I gotta get right to the point here. This is the White Cat Podcast. It is number three in how young guys can make their lives better. Hmm, but it is kind of going to be our first long ranting podcast in audio form. Uh, because if I pull, by the way, the audio from an audio visual, I notice it doesn't sound right because you guys can't see what graphics or pictures I was using. So it's not that appropriate. Um, do you know number one, the first episode, what I was doing was, because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of talk about this lately. Um, I think people have heard of Jordan Peterson. Uh, comes out of Canada and he has um, sort of uh, I think there is a cultural revolution going on and I'm not surprised that it's coming out of Canada which is suffering from this where um, young oh you know we everybody says young white males and I want to just hit the brakes on that for a minute because we're first of all it's male it's men and I don't mean just young men it's men of all ages at this point um, if you're sort of 50 and over you might have come from an older school if you're you know 40 and younger uh, 50 and younger really you've paid you've been suffering the consequences of this where um, there's just been an active you know social cultural revolution to um, to crush the young I heard they were called old stock Canadians but I want to tell you, this is really, we're just talking about everybody, right? We're just we're just talking about Western men, okay? I don't have to worry if you're white or not, but I understand why people use those general generalizations, right? What breaks my heart, man, is, um, you know what? I learned everything the hard way, right? I kind of rallied against it. Maybe I did get that from my boomer parents. Uh, my father, who was uh, sort of went the the hippie hippie dippy route, you know, and then he uh, maybe I did get that from him though. So uh, I laughed one time. Somebody said I was the <laughs> I yeah I don't know if any you got to be old enough to know this. There was a a show called Family Ties, and I I, I still kind of remember this because it made me laugh at the time. But one time my father was we were watching that. And uh, if you don't know the show, it was the baby boomer generation, the hippy-dippy parents, and then it was sort of about their next generation of kids. So it was a family sitcom. And then, of course, the, the son was, I think he loved, uh, he was a conservative and he loved Reagan. He was a Reagan conservative and he was played by uh, another Canadian, Michael J. Fox. And... Uh, we were, so we were watching. Of course, then, of course, a little bit. The, the tension was is that the baby boomer parents were these sort of left wing, you know, uh, socialist uh, types, and then of course the son would, you know, would argue with them about this, and you know, insist on uh, capitalist ideas. Uh, it was a little corny, but it was a little two dimensional. But you got the idea. But one time, my dad says we were watching this, and he turns and goes, "That's you." He goes, "That's you." You're Alex P. Keaton. Because I had uh, 
just because I had really we did have the same family situation holy cow I'm going on a rant this is what happens when I'm overtired too I just won't shut up I really shouldn't have done the podcast right now because I know I'm going to go into a rambling long form but the reason I'm doing this because I think this is my last chance my puppies are sleeping I got some bags of ice for them uh, and the wife is not home yet so this is going to be my chance guys I got to do it you're going to hear some uh, if you hear some noise in the background it is uh, fans and air conditioners and I've had at least two fans and one large air conditioner running in this room I've tried to shut down a few of them but guys it is so damn hot here from the white cat white cat layer I'm not going to tell you where that is but we are somewhere near the Tropic of Cancer on the I guess I would be on the um, west side of the Pacific Ocean she was I don't know where the dividing line goes west to east because I'm in the east but I'm in the west but I'm in the south uh, well maybe that's another episode uh, one of the things being far away from western culture is it allows you to you know they say you never learn more about your own culture until you go to a different well they say your country until you go to another country or your own culture you learn more about it when you go to a foreign culture that's true I gotta tell you that is a truth right there um, you know what I would even say uh, when I lived in the UK I would say um, you know I learned more about Canada by being away from Canada for a while than I even did maybe about the country I was staying in right <laughs> so so uh, and I think that's why speaking of by the way YouTube videos that reminds me um, I think I started trying to do something that was similar to uh, black pigeon speaks so there's our third Canadian mention of the day um, and I can tell you why I know his videos are so successful one he's good at video editing editing right so <laughs> that's right away he's much better than I'm ever gonna be at that um, and then the other thing is uh, it's what I'm talking about right because he's a Canadian that's away from he's living in Eastern culture so it's really allowed him to to see things that you can't sometimes see when you're in them and uh, speaking of which to any British listeners out there any guys in the UK um, which we used to call Great Britain I don't know what's Britain, Great Britain, the UK. You guys are the UK now. Um, yeah, cheers to you guys out there. Uh, but um, there's an example too. Like I always thought that like the people in the UK were, they can't see that they become a big brother think speak. Think speak crime culture that surveys its own citizens. I don't think they could see it because they lived in it so it's um, they just accepted that and I think it's when people from the UK move out of the UK and maybe live in America for a while they'll see then they can see it and properly call it out listen I also have to tell you one of the reasons some there's no good reason for me to think that I'm going to be doing anything like Jordan Peterson but what I'll tell you is my angle what I want to do to get young men 
I want to get our young Western men back to where they should be, where they're meant to be. And I just, the reason I did a 12-step is just for no other reason than to pick a number because of, you know, 12-step programs and people like to, for example, use the number 12. By the way, in Western culture, that is a, there is thought to be some something unique or special about 12, I guess because maybe there was 12 apostles, 12 tribes of Israel, and so much of our culture not so much of it. Our culture is entrenched in the Bible, right? So I think 12 came out of that. And then, you know, of course, AA and these guys have... There's, there's no special reason. I just wanted to find 12 points to hit. Um, if you did catch the episode one, which is really just a little five-minute audio clip from a video, uh, it was... Oh, I started with the easiest. Okay, so let's do this. Let's start with the easiest things right that the, the first two I called no-brainers just no-brainers I think the first one was young dudes stay the out of nightclubs all right and I felt like I didn't have to go into a great deal of detail about that and why nightclubs are using young men I went as far as to call it I said if you wanted to use the social justice warrior leftist uh, identitarian terminologies the PC language nightclubs sexually exploit men they sexually exploit young men and what's really embarrassing is that the young men pay to be used and it's even triple that as far as everything going wrong it's probably one of the worst ways to get laid. Okay, so if that if that's your you're you're you're, you're willing to uh, disrespect yourself and your pocketbook and saying it's all going to be worth it in the end, it's not because that's actually one of the worst ways you're ever going to uh, even get that payoff. And it's an even worse way as far as meeting someone to have a quality relationship with, right? And that was number one on my list, and I thought that was a no-brainer. That's We don't even really need to make any kind of videos about that. I did love the idea of young men uh, just everywhere across our culture, the Western cultures, uh, just go ahead and let it be ladies' night every night, where the ladies can all get in free, and it will be ladies-only night. I, I would just love that, you know, that I would... I would just stand outside and applaud you young dudes if you guys just absolutely en masse just stopped. Uh, all right, what happened is my computer decided to go, the monitor went to sleep, so it shut off my audio. Well, that's interesting. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Nightclubs, dance clubs, strip clubs, just boycott ban and do not enter those places and i mentioned in the first one too those are it's not good for women anyway that's bringing out the worst in your sisters around the neighborhood right but i mean it's it's worse for for young men uh what was uh, number two was um i also thought it was a no-brainer it was it was a kind of a we don't almost 
realistically, none of us even have to talk about this. We know that this is not good. And that was porn. But I'm old, so I say porno. <laughs> I'm told that uh, if you're under 30, you say porn. If you're over 30, you say porno. Anyway, that was come off a um, an audio. That was an audio poll, number two, from a video. So again, it wasn't, it's not the greatest thing to listen to just audio because you couldn't see the visuals. But I think the basic idea was they were trying to, um, I like that slogan, love kills porn. No, porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love kills porn. I think that's right. They start with porn kills love, but love kills porn. And I thought that one was another no-brainer, though. Number two is so easy, you don't even have to think about it, debate it in your head or anything else. And, you know, what I was saying is not, um, like, you know, it's not a game to see if you can not look at a picture of a naked lady. Uh, or if you have the Internet, you're probably going to just have enough porn come across your desk. You know, they always know that it's a male using <laughs> your browser. And somehow they always find a way, even if you get pop-up blockers. I'm like, good Lord, they still find ways, you know, to divert you into pornography if you surf the Internet. But that wasn't the point, and it wasn't even... You know what? Hey, do you know what actually got me concerned about this? I was listening, or I could have been reading some some messages on a message board, or I, I, I don't remember where it was, and it might be all of them. But there was a couple times I came across young dudes. The topic was masturbation. Okay, so the young guys were talking about masturbation. And then it occurred to me that they were talking about uh, sitting at a desk. So, okay, when they would refer to that act, they would refer to the desk or the keyboard or the monitor or it being at a computer and it being watching porn and actually almost as if they were using the word watching porn and masturbating uh, like synonyms like they were using them interchangeably and that freaked me out because I was like that is that's wow, something's going wrong there. Like, I mean, especially, too, when I was young. I mean, look, we know that men do that. But I think if you had said, you know, in the future, uh, masturbating will be something you do at a desk. Like, you know how office ladies uh, at the office do data entry? Well, it'll be, that's how you'll do it. And I think that would just sound so fucking weird. Like, nobody would have believed that. But I thought that was interesting that they were, it was associated as exactly the same thing. Um, the action of self-pleasuring and doing so while at a desk watching it on uh, pornography at the exact same time as if that was a sex act. Oh, that really concerns me. But yeah, the, the that one I think is a no-brainer. Um, it's not, again, not talking about just you know, some pornography. This is what is the ad called addiction. I don't love that word, but you get the idea. There's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot more research on this. Uh, and I'll tell you, we talk about being sometimes in another country uh, and somewhere else to see the difference. Uh, I happen to be somewhere where 
the uh, pornography is blocked. It is blocked by the government. It can't get through the internet. Um, it's very annoying sometimes. Uh, a lot of these uh, blocking programs use just terminology. So uh, if I'm looking up something like breast cancer on uh, WebMD and that page will be blocked because <laughs> it detected the word breast <laughs> that it figured porn. <coughs> so they haven't perfected it either. And there is actually sometimes people can, can find pornography, you know, that just gets through the wall, right? But it is interesting to be in a country where that is blocked and to kind of see the difference. And I do believe it's a healthy difference. That is not to say young men here don't find ways to find that. And I could go on to some horror stories about CDs that I found in my apartment when I moved here that had been left there by the last people. And I'm not even going to talk to you about what was on those CDs, uh, but I will tell you that uh, I found a way to uh, smash them into many, many pieces um, because I did not want them in a garbage can and anyone to even find that in a garbage can. Um, but that's another story. The point here I'm trying to make for you is that um, it helped me to take a look at what happens in our culture where that pornography has, um, and that ruins young men. And there's all kinds of new, they're doing a lot of studies on these now. I think they really were way too late on this because I think a lot of it was they didn't give a shit about young men. And if it was weakening them, the, um, nobody cared. Actually, that was probably considered good uh, and probably still is considered good by a lot of people who, who would rather young young men become weak. Uh, but um, they are starting to look at that and say, like, there's problems coming up. Um, young guys in their 20s that need Viagra and they believe that this is coming out of porn use that's another thing that's just stunning to guys of my age to think when you were in your 20s we, we wish there we wish there was a drug <laughs> we wish there was a drug that would uh, make you not have a boner all the time okay that's I'm not even joking if you were to talk to guys my age younger. No, no, no. We wish there was something that would slow that down, okay? Um, the thought that guys in their 20s would, would, would need uh, would it, Viagra or Cialis or these type of drugs, it would just be, it's just mind-boggling to us. But yeah, they're saying that's coming out of it. There's other things too, uh, something about... Uh, excessive use of porn uh, and notice that's funny they say use because there we go there we go again where it's it's um, it's just assumed to be the same thing as masturbating so that's that's very interesting but um, yeah there's uh, stuff going on with the brain with depression uh, oh IQ uh, IQ drops from uh, using pornography um, of course, the other thing would just be is that you're not having real sex, um, which, and again, I suppose nowadays if I talk to someone, they'll start getting defensive and saying, what's the difference, right? But they're not, uh, they're not uh, practicing uh, the way you should, right? It's all imagination. And if this, is, this could get worse too if this virtual 
whatever it is, virtual sex thing starts happening. Um, can't even believe that people would be making those, creating those things. Uh, but yeah, for sure, that's um, that number. That was number two, and that was. An, I think that's an easy one, though. You know, you guys know. Everybody knows when it's a difference between. Um, hey, you know, maybe getting a little excited to check out the latest uh, whatever, you know, I'm going to say Playboy, which is going to sound stupid, but whatever, check out the latest Playboy. Am I saying Playboy Centerfold? Jesus, how old am I? I don't even think young dudes even know what that means. Uh, but I guess what I'm telling you is it's just, it's a big difference and you know what it is. I hope you do. you got to know what that is. Uh, and all you need to know is that that's weakening you, right? So, you know, if you're telling me uh, 20 minutes a night after your uh, girlfriend goes to bed, you'd like to take a peek at some of the ladies, I'm going to say that's just one thing. Um, but if uh, this two hours, three, two, two and three hours a night, people are talking about this. Oh, that's not good. No, that's not good. And also, that's a lot of time you could be spending making yourself more awesome what's my number three is going to I just found out my number three uh, suggestion how young dudes can, can get themselves stronger again is actually going to get a lot of kickback and I was surprised I, I think it was I think I remember Gavin McInnes if anybody ever followed him on uh, YouTube or the internet uh, mentioned this too that he was surprised to find out that, that gaming was a big thing with people that are in their late teens and 20s. I think he's got one called Get Off My Lawn Podcast, something like this. But I, I'm actually going to go in the same category. Um, I have to tell you, I found out that I used to play one of the first video games ever created. By the way, I didn't know that until like 20 years later. I was you know, looking at something online. They were somebody was talking about this game and I recognized it as <laughs> something I think we played it on a Texas Instruments it was the worst I mean today you wouldn't even consider it but it was some sort of 3D you'd walk down hallways you could take a left or right if you got to a dragon it would make a sort of meaty dragon sound and it might have been a maze or something you had to get out of um Sure, I loved games. Loved, uh, believe it or not. Oh man, I do remember Pong. You guys don't remember that. There's probably a new version of Pong, like a Wii version. Um, what else? Got older. Quake. Oh dear God, Quake Three. I know all about it, and I know all about the addiction aspects of that too. And I, you know, I'm gonna tell you a funny thing. When I knew it was time to quit. Uh, was first of all when I was turning down outside real life social events to meet online teams and it was fun like you guys have to understand I'm not saying there's no value to this I'm not telling you it is fun there can be a fun online community um, you can get a break you know it's that rest take a break from reality to wind down to distract yourself but I knew something was wrong when I started winning and I would be the number one and then I started to realize that all this is is I'm just clicking I'm clicking colored dots colored pixels on a screen right that's all I'm doing 
uh, I've sort of mastered exactly when I'm supposed to click and I've time I figured out the perfect timing I click right here and I click and I'm not really doing anything else but just clicking on pixels and I've been clicking on pixels for hours and hours and hours and then I I think I might have been at least one tournament I, I, I was number one at the end of it and I think that was Quake 3 what was it Rocket Arenas um, it's vague to me now but I did love it so much it was quite the big thing too at the time right um, but then something it some shame came over me uh, a sense of shame and then I and I knew what that was because Mm, Peterson talks about this and we are going to talk about that a little bit too which is tell yourself the truth in places where you know what's true you know what I mean? Just don't lie to yourself and I think I had one of those moments when I realized um, like that's not cool that I became so good at clicking on pixels that I was starting to win and get number one out of all these other people that were getting really good at clicking at pixels and yeah so I had to tell myself this isn't right like that's this is not right there's other things I could be doing and this is becoming redundant and maybe that's the other thing too it just became so redundant like you just once you mastered how to click the pixel at the right time that's all you're doing again and again mm. so it turns out there's a there's a big kickback from this because young young men here's our we're just using this demographic our young white males they started to identify with the video games and it's associated with that so that's why I'm going to get a whole bunch of fuck use but I noticed that some of the, the it's very defensive too it's very defensive it is um, I mean I just even looked at a comment if it wasn't for video games you know it's helped me to make my decision making process and I've become more confident and they'll start reefing off uh, some reasons why they actually the video games are actually good for them right oh it's included my hand eye and coordination has improved but I'm going to tell you I think what happened is a lot of your hand eye coordination for video games has improved and your decision-making skills in video games has improved. And it doesn't matter if all of that's improved if you're not using it because you're doing what? You're inside using those skills to play video games. So there's other aspects of this too that I think is really unhealthy. I noticed I was just, just taking a preview of the game covers and I really thought it was, uh, something caught my eye being a little bit of an artist. I kind of thought this was so interesting that so many of the covers uh the it'll be a face of what i would call the young white male he's 17 it's the, that is actually the face of a 17 year old or 23 year old college kid uh suburban you know white kid in a suburb somewhere white suburban kids and what the artist has done though is made made him have fucking badass muscles and a fucking crazy armor suit and he looks badass and he's got a helmet and fucking guns and some medals and lots of mm, 
torn up clothes to demonstrate that he's been doing powerful things. And then I thought it was interesting too, because even the first person shooter games where you're maybe not to, you you're not seeing your quote your character yourself. You're not looking at yourself. <coughs> but the cover and the advertisements will display what is actually the face of a seventeen year old suburban teenage, you know, white young American boy, but again trans transformed into as if that head is on a, a powerful body. Um, there's no neck beard, but instead a, a, a rough-looking uh, masculine uh, beard and low body fat a little bit. And then they've got the, you know, maybe even he's a leadership position. You can see he's the head. Oh, man. You know what? That's, of course, right? That's marketing. Like, I mean, we're not surprised by that. But when I sort of spotted that, I thought, yeah, that's not good, though, because that's what's the problem with this is that they're they're taking our young our weakened young young men and they're selling them into a fantasy that's illusion okay there's nothing actually being accomplished but sitting at a desk and a keyboard clicking i mean of all the immasculine things nothing masculine about a man with his little finger going with their little fingers like that sitting uh, at a chair or at a desk and looking at a TV like that is not masculine <laughs> like I can't think of anything that would be the more opposite side of somebody carrying heavy guns in, in battle outdoors um, than like little fing finger swiggling your fingers around for hours and hours and hours and hours and not moving right so anyway, but why do people retreat that? And I, and I thought this was, but just fuck me and all of that you just heard, right? I want to... Is part of the tyrannical patriarchy. Okay, something just, like that. That sounds like Peterson. So anyways, patriarchy. let's review, if um, you would. It'd be very helpful. Like it's Warren Farrell, so though, that's got the information that on this that I thought was... It's necessary for children to have fathers. Oh, why this is such... And perhaps also yeah, for, well, for now society he's as about well, fathers. not just for... Education is probably the single most important quality to becoming successful and becoming successful especially being employed in a, in a job that has some meaning for you is one of the most important um, ingredients in happiness um, and a sense of purpose and a sense of motivation and a sense of willingness to get up in the morning and so um, in a little while I'll be happy to just trace back how that postponed gratification happens more when you have a, a father. Yeah, because I'm really interested in hearing about that. Okay, they do throw in second, about having a father, but this is... Um, children that have an equal amount of father involvement are far less likely to be depressed. They're far less more likely to um, be a certain of empathy coming predominantly from moms, and I'll be happy to explain in a bit why it does come more from moms, but why the outcome for the child... families are more. Maybe it's a matter of poverty versus... Sorry, dudes. I didn't uh, cue that they're up right. They're and they're powerful. I th you know what? I thought I had cued that up, and I don't know what happened there. So, sorry, this okay, is kind of like my first full-on audio here. As a game. Well, then, then if you observe yourself unable to play the rules of the game, play by the rules, then how can you not have any... How can you not suffer shame and self-contempt? Because... You've already adopted an ethical framework, which is this is worth it. The game wouldn't be fun for someone who's learning. And so the, the problem is, is that a lot of real life games aren't necessarily fun while you're learning them. 
because you have to attain a certain level of mastery and that requires discipline. That's also what's wrong with the idea that children can just learn in keeping with what they're spontaneously interested in. It's like there's some truth in that because why not follow a child's interests? But the problem is, is that many highly skilled endeavors, virtually any endeavor that it's going to be of economic or productive utility, <coughs> requires a apprenticeship where there's a lot of grinding. There's a lot of just disciplinary di discipline. And so, okay, well, all right, so but. And then one more dimension of that yeah. is that, that as the. So if you could hear that, and again, guys, I'm working on sort of my first full-on audio podcast and new software, and and uh, I'll get it more together. I promise you we'll get more quality in this. I don't want to become production-heavy, but um, what the idea there, though, is this is something that isn't talked about enough, which is what's the video game training you to do, and you don't, I think most people that are playing these games don't understand is that you know, because again, it's an illusion. It's giving you the illusion of that you are finding accomplishment and it's doing it, it's making it fun. Okay, it's making it fun. Failure and trying again and accomplishing more is entertaining at the same time. And he's saying this is not a great habit to get trained into. Actually, this might be one of the worst things about video games and gaming and like I say if you told us when we were young that there would be somebody who wanted to be a gamer as if that was a job title or something to do as a vocation we wouldn't even believe what you're saying but what he's talking about here is you're not learning you're actually you're learning the very opposite you're training yourself to only understand how to do things that give you a constant feedback there's always a reward and you don't develop well here let's listen to Farrell go into that a little bit more the boy gets to boy girl age if he's hetero if he begins to sense that he's heterosexual um, he notices that the girls are far more interested in going out with the quarterbacks or the student body presidents or the, the he had to put in that little that are, you know, honored in the school um, system and in life in general and so he begins to start withdrawing and fearing that he can't attract those girls especially the ones he's most um, biologically addicted to beautiful ones, the cheerleader types, uh, he starts withdrawing into porn. And a little bit of porn is not a huge issue, but. Okay, he extrapolates a little bit into is porn here. Is, which, what I was saying, is. Based on uh, the dopamine increasing with each new stimulus you have. And so as, as he gets addicted to that dopamine, he begins to get addicted to only being able to be stimulated when the risk-taking is higher and higher. Ah, okay. So finally he succeeds in one girl, woman, uh, being able to come over to his house and be sexual with her, but he's so unable to be turned on just by the mere, maybe, light touch of a hand, um, or turned on by just being fascinated by what she's saying in the interaction, or some combination of the drama of being with her, combined with a little bit of touch. He's so used to a huge amount of stimulus that occurs, and, he's, and when he gets to be trusting of her a little bit, she said, he says, you know, can you be this way? Can you do this? Can you act this way? Oh, and yeah, she that's feel not like good. just some piece of object. Uh, he eventually gets disgusted with him, withdraws. Yeah, and I've seen this. Say, you know, oh, heard this about convinces this. convinces me I am as worthless as I thought I was. 
and the only thing that will give me satisfaction is back to the porn and what became a little bit of an addiction becomes more of an addiction even as he's also becoming simultaneously frequently addicted to the video games at the same time yeah and so all of this is that slippery slope from the, the rough housing that the father is not <coughs> able to articulate to the mother about the value of that um, combined with the trust that you were integrating with spark that, of vietnam combined with the, the lack vietnam of cigarettes uh, combined with the postponed gratification being taught, and then when the postponed gratification okay. is not taught, postponed slippery slope down the hill to shame, self disgust, and uh, fear that if, that if he tries anything, he's just going to prove to himself and everybody around him that he's one more failure. And the degree to which he articulates right. the desire to try something is the announcement publicly to a group of people um, that he's pretty, pretty much going to. Um, say today i'm going to try this and tomorrow it's going to be a failure until he until he becomes enormously shamed in worst case scenarios this can lead to such depression that it creates a, a desire to commit suicide and in the very worst case scenarios it's a belief i believe uh, you know, we, we see in the school shooters yeah well that brews resentment absolutely man that brews yeah. resentment and anger like nothing else and and who would they get resentment and anger about who are the people that have rejected him? Who are, it's, yeah. the, the t it's the classmates, it's the teachers. Nobody appreciates that sweet sensitivity inside of it. All right, let's not worry about that last part. Uh, this, by the way, from, um, what's this channel over here? Oh, I've never seen the one. Mott and Bailey. There you go, Mott and Bailey on YouTube. Uh, the clip is, uh, Jordan Peterson explains why males are increasingly retreating into video games with Warren Farrell. Uh, yeah, people get all night, I don't want to kick back with people talking about the uh, video games cause violence thing. Uh, that's Warren Farrell though. Uh, forget about that though. What Peterson is talking about and what Farrell is talking about that concerns us here is uh, video games go right against the idea of training yourself to have this delayed <laughs> I know I'm overtired. I just heard the term, and then I just, I just drop, I just dropped it out there. I'm as worthless as I thought I was, and the only thing that would give me satisfaction is back to the porn. And what became a little bit of an addiction becomes more of it because you have to attain a certain level of mastery, yeah. and that requires discipline. Yeah. That's also what's wrong with the idea that children can just learn in keeping with what they're spontaneously interested in. Yeah, exactly so exactly what happens, and but we have so that's that delayed sort of gratification. Escape. That's that delayed gratification, uh, which is what we need, and young men are lacking. Uh, so you'll hear that described in different ways. Like you know, the old guys will always say, "Oh, you know, like the young the young guys, they've got no uh, grit, right? They don't have grit or guts." Um, People will use different terminologies from different days, but what they're trying to get at here is that video games, they actually don't, they don't teach you how to discipline yourself to keep getting better and improving. But it seems like they are. But it's kind of a trick. Because actually those video games, in order for anyone to keep playing them, they have to make, they have to have a constant a constant gratification and reward for when you do something a little better and a little more correct, right? Uh, 
it's almost like the you wouldn't play the game if you were to review what games are the best and what games are the worst the worst games would be the ones that they don't reward you for improving right so that's the game's over that's the worst game the best game is the one that has you know the most creative fun ways to reward you and it has to be a constant ongoing upwards improvement but they're saying is that that's not that's a terrible way to train your brain and to train your mind into thinking right because in real life in real life you, that doesn't happen i mean it does happen sometimes but sometimes it doesn't a lot of times when you start something when you begin to be get good at something you will not have that reward actually you will you will improve yourself and try to do better and then the results will be worse and then you'll improve yourself and try again and nothing will happen it will not get better you will not get any kind of better results and then that can go on often and for a long time so you got young dudes who've spent who developed their thinking their brain has developed into only understanding that anything that could possibly be worthwhile has to be showing them rewards again and again it's kind of i thought that was a really interesting take because i hadn't i hadn't really heard about that yet but how it's um because it's kind of it almost sounds counterintuitive you're thinking well wait a minute no this game's great because they're helping us to find ways to keep improving ourselves you see we're i mean we know it's not real but it's practicing our training our mind our thinking it's training our even our emotions on how to uh to keep improving and then you learn how you get a reward and then you try harder and you think about it more and then you get another reward but actually it that doesn't work that way um we should actually be training ourselves on how to get no rewards and gaming can't do that the games can't do that uh it's really bad here i can tell you some it's guys i by the way talking remember we were talking about how you got guys 20 something else 20 something years old they, and they're they're getting prescriptions for viagra because of the porn addiction which i think feral correctly points out is actually not that much different than the gaming sort of addiction downward cycle that there's there's actually it's the same thing the porn is gratifying it's gratifying and rewarding which is not actually what's going to happen in life when you're trying to find a lady you're actually going to have many times where you improve yourself and get rejected more or you improve yourself constantly and for long periods of time there's no improvement you do not receive more uh like that could be a general rule overall but there's you got to go through those phases so there's really something here about pornography and the video games both um weakening the resolve very much weakening the re- resolve of young young men here we go we'll say young white western males this is weakening the shit out of them and by the way uh i got to say again the people were paying were paying money for for that those people may not be that interested in young white western males uh becoming better and they might actually be entirely happy if they do get weaker so we're paying our money to uh, certain companies that um don't necessarily mm, care that you become weaker and maybe even have people involved that would like you to be 
So that's something else to think about. What was I going to tell you about? Oh, man. Oh, it's so crazy here because we. Uh, this is where, again, the porn and gaming ties in. I see I've got young dudes all over the place. If you need to know, I work with university students. And we have... Um, I've just... I. I, speaking of videos, this is one I would put on a video because you got to see it to believe it. But we've got a street down here, and it's kind of a party street. Okay, I mean it's. Um, I mean it is actually just a, it is a street for cars to drive up and down and get places. But on Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, it it just comes alive with uh, shops and there's clothing shops and. Um, oh man like street food and little you know little restaurants and um, eh, just everything little karaoke bars and oh my god you know it's right by the university so here's the thing though Friday Saturday Sunday night I mean I will stand there and watch bus loads of these I mean I was laughing with one of the old dudes here. We're, we're, we had to laugh because I said, dude, you remember when we were young dudes back in Canada and we were, t whatever, you know, 20, you know, 22 college age, you know, university age. Do you remember, like, when you see this and we just start laughing because, of course, we didn't, right? We never saw that. Like, it was actually rare to find a bunch of single ladies anywhere near the campus and that was all that we were concerned with was where anybody had spotted like groups of single women well here we are 2018 friday saturday sunday night i mean they come off bus loads i'm not exaggerating to you and these girls are just so cute and so hot i'm like where were you guys when where were you ladies when I was 20 years old? Oh my God, I would have gone crazy. And, you know, I was, my wife and I were walking past this. I said, it's, it's, it's incredible because what happens is all the young dude, all the, now all the young ladies go down to this street and they get, you know, juices and, and you, beer and, you know, if you want, you can drink, there's everything is down there. And ice creams on the hot summer night and you know shopping for clothes and window shopping and there's always some musicians outside and they that that whole street is it's just can i say swarming it's swarming with little hot young ladies and they're all dressed up you know they got their hair they look cute oh i think i would have lost my mind when i was 21 years old i i don't even i don't even know if i can handle it i would have gone crazy you know but we laughed because we didn't have that and now they do and guess what where the hell are the young guys, man? You don't even see them around. And we laughed because I said, I was walking with my wife and I, and I was commenting on this. And I said, this is insanity. Like, yes, I should take a video of this. I've never seen anything like it. These cute ladies and it's hot here and they're wearing little short shorts. And I said, I, where are the young men? And I know what they're doing. They're back in the dorm and they're and playing video games which is all they do that's all they do 24 7 uh, you know they got their faces breaking out in acne they've had but I I said look at this finally as we're walking along I see this 
this group of about 10 young guys, young guys, all about 20 years old, you know, I said, hey, I said, okay, now I said, now here's, look at this, here they come, smart, these are the smart boys, there's 10 of them to 100 single young ladies who are out looking for boyfriends, I said, here we go, here's the boys that got it figured out, you know, and then just as I say that, they round the corner opposite, opposite, of where this I'm going to call it the street of hot ladies is and they round the corner down the alley and where into an internet cafe where they will play video games all night long and that place by the way full of full of other young men sweaty pimple faced they're either so fat and soggy or they're so frightfully underweight <laughs> they all have bad complexions, greasy hair, and they just lock themselves into it. And just to throw another twist on that story, the next morning I had got up, was on my way over to the university, let's say it's 8 o'clock in the morning, I walk past that internet cafe, I look in that front window, and I see the same damn kids that went in there the night before are still awake playing that fucking... Uh, computer game I can't even remember it was LOL or whatever was the hot game at the time unbelievable unbelievable I don't know how what's happening there but they're mixing and matching it's not good for the brain anyway I think what happened too was uh, out here they have added in or uh, gaming addiction gaming addiction you know, to their official, you know, what do they call these, the DM, I'm too overtired, man, to remember anything today. It's now an official psychological or psychiatric condition that you can be diagnosed with, is that video gaming. So there's a lot of things wrong with it. This does remind me though, that I wanna say just like we did with number two, porn is poisonous. Um, video games you got to start thinking of these things as weakening you they're making you weak um they are not making you uh, a fucking powerful king uh you're not slaying dragons but instead you're going clicking your fingers on a on a little mouse little mouse and sitting in a, a chair and uh looking at a screen and it's just clicking pixels but this is kind of like what we'd say with porn there's a time and a place where i you know actually i'll say it's not even like porn there is time and place where it is probably a a healthy retreat um yeah you know maybe friday night you do have a couple of guys sit around uh we used to have things called land parties i don't even know if people do that anymore but um there is a time and a place where the guys go in the basement and you know fire up the xbox and have fun so, no, I'm telling you, there is a time and a place where that probably is good for you. And maybe it does, maybe it does improve uh, puzzle-solving abilities or reaction times. Or uh, maybe it does uh, tweak up your decision-making abilities a little bit. Um, then there's the fun factor, which, you know, there is value in that. Having a relief, having a break, taking a time out, like watching a movie. Uh, you're just staring at lights, but actually you're giving your brain a little break from 
from the harsh reality of day-to-day life. That's that can be. But I'm going to go back to something Peterson said. Jordan Peterson was talking about something the other day I really liked, which was, uh, and it confused the interviewer because he said uh, one of the things he had to stop doing when he was a young dude was um, uh, lying uh, to himself, saying things that weren't true. And what he, what he had to do was tell himself things that he knew to be true and he would know that he'd done that because it hurt. It hurt a little bit. And this confused the interviewer to no end. Uh, and that, and I think she was more of what you'd call a young, liberal, you know, I'm not going to call her a feminist, but she was that young, liberal mentality that can't comprehend that. Like, if it hurts your feelings, then it's bad, and it should also be banned. But Peterson was making a great point that I do think a lot of the young men still understand, is that sometimes the truth hurts. Okay, so that's a good pain, you know? It's like when you're exercising your body sometimes. And it kind of hurts, you know, to do sports, but... It could be a good hurt because it's telling you that you're working your muscles, you know, and you're you're getting somewhere. But the truth, I think, is like that too sometimes. The truth does hurt. And he said he knew, he would know. So you don't need someone else to tell you. Sometimes you don't need, you don't need me to tell you and you don't need to find ways to create some uh, little logic lord defensive um prove it factual you don't need to spend all this time even listening to the psychiatrists and their data and all of this you know like it's like this you know when you've been when you're no longer playing the video games as a healthy escape uh when it's whatever value can be attained from it you know which could be community spirit and and fun and 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 uh, and whatever whatever good things can come from it, but you know if you're lying to yourself, and you know when there's it's going to be different for everybody. For some people, it'll be an hour a night, and someone else more than twenty minutes a night, and they actually know that there's something wrong there because they're shirking responsibility, that it's not being helpful that it's mm, it's okay to give yourself a thrill just again we watch a horror movie to have a, a an emotional thrill but it's not good to be clenching your butt cheeks and having higher heart rates again and again and again when you're at a time of night where your body should be trying to wind down and go to sleep um, if you're having dreams and the entire eight hours of your dreaming is the game right you know what that point is and look for that look for that part that that hurts a little and a little shame maybe you kind of feel a little ashamed a little bit uh i know i had that with my quake 3 addiction you know i still love that game by the way i just loved quake (laughs) but i felt that and i had to say I just felt a little ashamed of myself that I was becoming a, a, I was sitting up playing computer games and then getting so good at it and I felt that 
thing going this is not good you know like I'm a little I feel embarrassment or some shame or would I want to uh, would I want to tell my grandfather that I've been clicking pixels for so many hours night after night that I clicked the most pixels and got number one and then he'd ask what and I'd say well it's like um, we fantasize that we're in a war but we're not really it's on a TV uh, now I feel and put it that way now would I feel embarrassed telling a World War II veteran who's my grandfather who I respect would I, would I tell him that I don't know man for me that's where I started I felt really embarrassed and ashamed so I knew that was my the point where I needed to stop so so maybe that's also part of this podcast too right is we're not just gonna say stop doing video games you know we're talking about other things too like when you know something's becoming a problem get out of it um, because now I'm telling you there's also I, I stop and think sometimes imagine the thousands and thousands of young dudes across across the western world uh, thousands uh, millions and I don't even want to tell you throw the Xbox or PlayStation out the window uh, imagine you guys just played one hour a night and then you took that other two and three hours and we're not who are we kidding because we know there's people that are doing this uh, 18 straight hours and are giving themselves bowel problems because they won't leave the computer um, by the way a kid here died he died from malnutrition and uh, dehydration playing I think it was five straight days in a row at a computer screen now I want to tell you something imagine you guys combined all of that time to go do any other thing instead of three hours of video games a day it was one hour which is great that's fine you got a break and then you started to realize at this point it wasn't it was more harm than good and maybe it hurt a little bit but you put it down and you guys went outside and I don't know maybe you did anything maybe you guys got together and you started to um, you know, countermarch the people in the pussy hats. Oh my God. You imagine the millions and millions of young men and how much stronger you'd get. And if we took just half of those gaming hours, which is the half that's not benefiting you, and you know it, you know that. If you, if you know it, you know it. And we took all of those hours and we had you guys out there learning how to interact with people um, counter marching protesting helping other young men which is not clicking some buttons and they're clicking some buttons but you know really hand to hand finding out what's going on with other young dudes in person face to face you guys would change the world you'd change the goddamn fucking world and you'd save western civilization with only the hours that you know 
that you know are doing more harm than good. If we just had those hours and had you guys out in the streets, out active, hey, that could be voting, that could be running for office, that could be putting yourself in influential positions, that could be the man on the street guys that do the interviews, God bless them, that could be a counter protest for men's rights. My God, you would change the, you would, I'll tell you what, you want a mission to fight a demon and save the world? Turn off the Xbox, the PlayStation, these games. Turn off just half the hours you do. And you guys could do it for real. For real, you could do it. So that's all, man. I'm a crunchy old white cat. I'm sorry if this uh, audio sucked. I hope this audio quality is just passable. I'm going to improve the podcast every time. I'm going to try to do a little better as I go along. Unlike video games, I may not get anybody who cares about <laughs> the improvements I make for a long time. But I got to I gotta remember, it's not a video game, right? Don't let my mind get trained into that. I got to say, I just got to have delayed gratification. I might have to do 20 episodes before I get my my shit straight on this and figure out how to do it right hey man this is the white cat of truth live from my lair here in south of the maybe another episode we'll talk about where i might be at any given time um love you guys love everybody out there let's do the right thing and that's it for this episode number three which is my third third episode, but first proper podcast. God damn it, I'm rambling and rambling. Now I got to go back and look at those stupid pictures I took for that stupid uh, modeling thing I did. Oh, I don't want to see myself in those pictures. Okay, guys, check out episode number four. If this thing made a lot of gaming people angry, well, don't worry, episode number four how young men can improve themselves which is going to be coming out i'll try to do one the next few days uh this is going to piss off a lot of young white males <laughs> so don't miss number four uh we're getting out of the no-brainer territory and we're going to get into the things that are a little controversial but i still don't think this is i think you guys know when gaming has become a problem i think you know that and i think you know when it's making you weak you know it in your heart in your mind so, but the next one, yeah, it's going to, uh, <clears throat> it's going to piss off some people. I found out people are very sensitive about this issue, but I think it's very easy. So we'll see you for number four, marijuana. <laughs>